Hey everyone, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, the podcast for product teams. Today we speak with Uri Ashi, who is a product designer at gong.io. Hey Uri, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell me about yourself. Like, what's your background and how did you get into user experience or product designing? So my journey to product design dates back to about around 2005, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, before that, I worked illustration and uh, animation. Mm -hmm. um, there was actually a, a short animated film that I uh, made that won the best short film award at the Haifa International Film Festival, which is a big uh, film festival here in uh, Israel, where I'm located. Mm -hmm. Now, at that time, Israel was booming with uh, successful uh, startup companies. And, and so mm -hmm. while I was sweating on my animation projects and you know that being an animator is a, is a job that is very demanding but usually not that rewarding at least from the financial uh, aspect so there were quite a few friends of mine who approached me and suggested that they should move to that new uh, high-tech phenomenon and uh, eventually there were there was one friend who, who managed to convince me into that uh, career change. And from that point on, I worked on several startup companies, even co-founded two companies until I reached my current position in Gong. Oh, wow. So uh, I want to dig into that that short film thing, though. Like, what was the award for? Like, what was the film about? Oh, it was uh, 20 years ago, but uh, it was um, a kind of an animated musical about a world made of teen. It was uh, like the protagonist was... Uh, kind of a guy that was made of tin like everyone but he was uh unlike everyone else he wasn't oiling himself so he's, mm -hmm. he was kind of, uh rusty and uh, squeezy uh -huh. and uh, and that's uh, the story about him and, and how he get along with his life interesting uh was like was it a, I, i'm really interested because I, I remember something very similar seeing something like that a few like some years ago um, was it a 3D film? Was it like a 3D animation animated film? No, it wasn't 3D. Uh, it was uh, a kind of cutout uh, um, animation. Uh, but there was a 3D animation in a in a similar subject uh, a few years later. So maybe yeah. yeah, yeah, probably it's that one. Interesting. So um, I've never. I don't think I've ever met anyone that had a background in film. Um, and then basically transitioning to um, doing product design um, or right. user experience. And what, what's that? What's that transition like? And how many other people do you know that have done the same thing? Um, I don't know a lot of people who've done the same thing, but it, for me it was quite gradual. I think there are a lot of quite a few similarities between these two worlds, where like the world of art and world of uh, product design. Obviously, there are uh, a lot of differences, but I think that the main similarity would be that in both roles, it comes down to uh, visual communication. You know, uh, you need good visual communication skills to create a touching animated short. And, and basically, very similar skills are required in order to design a good interaction. Yeah. And what in particular um, have you, did you see like that similar, like in terms of design languages? I know, like, for example, for film, you have to be a bit skeuomorphic. You got to be like a bit more realist, whereas with product that may be frowned upon. But like, how do you like, yeah, what design languages or uh, design design experiences or um, implementations have you taken across the product design? It's a good question. <laughs> I haven't thought about it yet, but it's just it makes 
sense to me that uh, uh, the, the thinking behind animation and even illustration is eventually quite the same thinking of, of how am I going to communicate a feeling or uh, or an inter interaction but eventually you need to you need to communicate it in in a, in a, uh, the best way you can maybe the the biggest difference between those two worlds is uh kind of the, the order of of form and function like in, in product design it's always the form that follows uh the function while in animation and in, in art in general it's usually the other way around i guess because things are more open to uh interpretation yeah whereas with with products is not as structured you know so uh that's that's uh, i've never heard that um that similarity before that's, that's very very interesting and when it comes on to just making sure that uh you're kind of building the right thing when it comes on to making sure that your ideas are communicated properly like what what are some of the things that you you kind of do to make ensure that that happens so yeah t today it's 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 you know uh it's uh more systematic much more sy systematic than in my uh artistic years um Mm. There is uh, a process that we follow. Um, we brainstorm first, and then uh, create some uh, rough wireframes, and and experiment with that, and talk with users, and uh, experiment again, and uh, and then we move to prototyping. You know, all the, all the process of uh, product design. So it's uh, it's much more systematic. Also, in in my artistic years. It wasn't that systematic, but there was the, the notion of of, uh, of at least thinking about how it's going to be uh, perceived. How's the feel changed um, since 2005 as well? Because like since then, um, I remember that those are around the same time I actually started um, tinkering with a bit of design tools. I tinkered a bit with Flash and then sometime mm -hmm. after that with HTML5 and stuff like that. H how has it changed since then? Yeah, so it's changed quite a lot. Um, I mean, from all aspects. Um, when I think of of the of the, of the first years, I, I worked as a product designer. So first, it wasn't called a product design. It was called uh, um, I think at the beginning it was usually called GUI designers, like G U I, and then and then it moved to just U I designers, and then someone came with okay, it's now U X designer. You are all U X designers, and then few years later it became product design and the softwares we used i i used photoshop for my uh, first <laughs> for my first uh, product designs and, and, and then moved to sketch and then from there to, to figma and the processes of course became more and more systematic as you said photoshop i remember um uh building my uh first couple of websites as well um using photoshop but it's very cumbersome to use compared to to sketch and also figma because a lot of times when you rendered things are like sometimes pixelated and you had to it was much more complicated to do you know so yeah it's it's, it's been very interesting um seeing that change of um tools that are just focused on um uh building um better user experiences um, so we're going to jump into like what you do at Gong. Uh, for for those who don't know, what what is Gong.io? Gong is the world leading revenue intelligence platform. At any moment, there are thousands of revenue teams around the world that are using it to analyze their sales and the post sales calls, their emails, text messages, social media, etc. And and with that, uh, Gong create insights out of all that uh, data. 
and uh, with those insights uh, they can optimize their company revenue and uh, so so in our product team uh, we actually use gong a lot uh, because uh, there's a lot of value in gong not only for revenue teams and uh, go to market teams but also for all teams in the organization and especially for uh, product teams product people we use gong as uh, like on a daily basis in order to listen to uh, recordings of calls with customers and, and by listening to those calls we gain a lot of insights about the customers needs uh, the pain points the challenges they are facing etc as for me I've been in gong for three years now and I'm currently responsible for the design of uh, the administration side of the product like uh, focusing around uh, user management, provisioning, integrations, permissions, uh, APIs, all that uh, sexy stuff. I mean, it might not sound like fun, but it is fun for me uh, because like, one of my guilty pleasures as a product designer is uh, to simplify complex uh, systems. It's kind of, I guess, the same feeling that you get after you manage to solve a complicated puzzle when all the pieces come together and align. As it comes on to what you do on a daily basis, what's exactly fun about simplifying complex things? Uh, again, it's it's like for me, it's like uh, solving a riddle. I think that uh, one of uh, maybe even the main challenge that uh, product designers have is not just to add designs, but rather to uh, delete or or to remove stuff. Um, and that's something that usually is uh, ignored uh, in our responsibilities. Like. Uh, I, there's a pencil, we, we usually, you know, think about the, the head of the pencil that writes, but we tend to forget the, the other side of the pencil that can delete stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, it's important. And, and for me, it feels uh, rewarding when I manage to remove unnecessary and redundant elements from uh, a page and make it simple and simpler. And uh, contrasting that with um, like the fun part, when it comes on to challenging things, like what are, what are some of the most challenging things that um, you, you do uh, on a uh, at your job? So I think as a designer, it's fairly challenging not to be drawn too quickly into the pixel work, you know, like the actual UI design. So. I think that the most challenging thing for me as a designer is to understand uh, which questions I should ask like at a, at a given moment. Like designers are usually handed with like product briefs from the PMs and uh, I think that designers should never take those briefs for granted. They, they should always challenge challenge those uh, briefs and, and, and challenging is challenging. <laughs> so, so that's mm -hmm. the most challenging thing for me in, the, in my work. And uh, for for anyone trying to break into this segment of the, the the market, like what would you recommend them to do? You know, because like there are a lot of people with creative ideas, and uh, they see like product design, and they're like, "Oh, this is easy." But like when they actually try, it's like it's not that easy. You know, it requires a lot of coordination. It requires empathy for the user. It requires listening to the user. It's it requires so many different things. So what's one of the things you'd, you'd recommend um, to anyone who wants to um, transition to a role like yours? I guess, well, there are a lot of recommendations, but I guess that my first recommendation would be to practice uh, listening, because that's mm -hmm. something that we, we're not used to do, most of us. And, and it's something that really helps when you 
listen. I, I have uh, like dedicated one hour every day for listening to to calls, and it helps me a lot to to understand to better understand the user and and their needs. Listening is is very important. So this is going to be my last question. What's one weakness that you've you've turned into your strength overall all the years? Years in film, years in product design. What's one weakness that you turn into your strength? So that's a great question. <laughs> if I had to choose only one of my many weaknesses, I think it would be my. I, I have a poor hearing ability lately, and then uh, like during the last few years, my hearing. Uh, has uh, gradually deteriorated. Uh, I can still hear, but I guess I don't hear like most people do. So listening to and participating participating in a conversation is is an effort for me. But recently, I realized that because of that difficulty, I tend to be more uh, concentrated when I listen. And uh, and that is actually a great thing to practice um, because you know um, it's it's not enough to listen to users. Sometimes it's only by uh, concentrating that you notice the, the important stuff, like uh, whether it be some subtle uh, gestures or facial expressions or some implicit clues in the things uh, that they say. That, that's that's very interesting. I've, I don't think I've ever heard um, a take on that, you know, so it's uh, that's, that's very cool. Uh, Uri, Thanks so much for, for speaking with us. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. It was a good one. <laughs> and thanks for listening to the Got to Minutes podcast. To stay in touch, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or the podcast app you're listening to this on right now for more episodes. Take care.